Hello, hello, welcome to my show, my little square. What is going on, everybody? Um, so, let's uh, talk about this first. That noise in the background is the road. I am a delivery driver. Um, all day long, man, staring at the windshield, thinking them deep thoughts, digging, digging, digging deeper, 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 and I. You know, it, it's kind of a weird place in my head, and I, you know, I, I start, I start at one place and start talking, and before you know it, I'm talking about something else, and you know, it, it, it it's weird. Okay, um, this isn't my first show. This isn't my first bit of content as far as podcasting goes um, I've done several before um, I don't know it just the, the very first one worked out pretty good but I don't know I I, I guess I just needed to to move on evolve all that fun stuff and I feel like I've kind of come full circle Um, if you watch the the YouTube introduction video that I put up I I don't know it it may seem like I'm coming at it from a, a different angle I'm not sure um I feel like in uh, in podcast, I can I can slow down a little bit. I've got a little bit more time. Okay. Now, when I very first started podcasting, you know, I was bored, <laughs> and and kind of why I'm doing it right now. I got bored. Uh, at the time, I was really into being a prepper, and I found this cool new thing called minimalism, and I was really digging into it, and I like it a lot. And it's still kind of one of those things that has a a big uh, a big dominance over my life, and I don't see that as a bad thing. Um, what else? I was, I had gotten into minimalism, and minimalism kind of took me deep, right? Uh, I was kind of operating on two different levels. You know, the one level of obvious reality, you know, I, I have, you know, 10,000 items, Right? And I'm, I'm getting myself down to, you know, getting rid of a, one or two here, one or two there, da 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 da, right? And uh, in, you know, that that's that's at home. In reality, when I got time to work on it, kind of thing, right? And then I go, you know, I go to work. 
where I'm away from my stuff and I can't work on that, but I'm, I'm looking at it from the, the mental perspective, the, the philosophical perspective, I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I eventually get myself to a place in my head where I realize I need no things. Right now, in reality, you know, I, I've, I live in a materialistic world. I've lived in this world for the last, well, currently, the last 43 years, all right? But, you know, at the time, it was, you know, I was 41. And, you know, I was like, this, this, is, this is something interesting. I want to explore this a little bit. And I dug in deep, and I, I get myself to this place where, you know, I... I feel like historically I'm correct, you know, once upon a time, you know, we didn't have the internet, we didn't have refrigeration, we didn't have electricity, you know, go back far enough, we didn't have agriculture, we didn't have farms, we didn't have government. Once upon a time, our most primitive ancestors, they, they wandered around this big beautiful ball of ours they lived with nature and they were they, they moved around with the seasons and they were part of the cycles they were a part of nature not apart from nature and it really got me to a place where I had a, a much deeper love and respect for nature and I wanted to be out there as much as possible and, and almost got to uh, a religious level a spiritual level and I started looking for that that religious spiritual path and it eventually led me to a place that I had bounced back and forth from for a couple of decades now was Buddhism. I, 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 I can tell you that two years ago when I really started kind of looking into Buddhism... I, I had a problem with it. Okay. There are some I don't know how to say there's like unenforced implied rules. Uh, most notably for me being being a vegetarian. Alright. Two years ago, whenever I first got into it, there's, there's no way. There's absolutely no way, and it's been one of those things that for for the last couple of decades, you know, since I got out of high school, looking to find my my spiritual path, to find my God, to find you know that supernatural being that I I thought ruled over my life, and I and I cracked open another book on on Buddhism. 
Yeah, at the time it turned out it wasn't really for me. But, yeah, I got to that spot that had stopped me before. And I looked at it a little bit. Okay, well, here's, here's a vegetarian thing. And I asked some questions and there seemed to have been some gray area there. And I'm looking at it like, you know what? How about we just hold on to this for a minute? Alright, let's let's set this idea over here off to the side for a little bit. And let's go let's look at the rest of it. You know, it's like it's like buying a house. Alright? You go to the house and you know that this this experience of buying a house is supposed to be golden and magical and the angels with the harps and you know just an amazing thing you know and and you get to looking at the house and you've got your hopes all built up like this is the house this is the house I got the vibe man I I, I, I dig this house so then you get to you get to the spot in the house that isn't you know, isn't exactly what you want, and you're like, oh man, that sucks. And, you know, you're looking at it, but you're like, man, you know, I really dig this house, and this one, this one little thing, you know, is it, is it really that big of a deal? And, you know, is it something that I can work on? Is it something I can, I can work with? And, uh, you know. Full disclosure, I bounced back and forth between Buddhism and Taoism. I went to Taoism because it didn't feel like there was this informally imposed rule of being a vegetarian. I don't think, I don't think, except for me bringing it up once or twice in the last couple of years, I've never seen anybody that claim to be Taoist talk about being a vegetarian. They they don't even mention it whenever they talk about eating a meal. It's like, no, I had lunch. You know, whereas, you know, the hardcore vegans are like, I had lunch and it and it had almond milk and and this you know, there's a full rundown of the menu. Just just so you know, I didn't eat anything that had any sort of an animal product to it. And it's, you know, it, it's, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to seem like one of those annoying vegans. Plus, you know, I, I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm a creature of nature that, you know, we as humans got to this point because of the meat that we ate. And I dig into the whole vegetarian thing and I'm like, okay, well, Maybe what I just thought isn't exactly true. Maybe, maybe it's this other thing, you know. And now here I am, two years later, and I'm, I'm slowly but surely planning and plotting my removing meat from my menu. Okay, looking at. You know, looking at my spiritual trip of of Buddhism slash Taoism. You know, I I I personally okay, and that and that seems to be the the major thing for me as far as this 
the, the spiritual trip portion of, of my content being that th- this is an individual trip. Now, Buddha himself said that he, uh, you know, uh, paraphrase, I can only, I can only show you the path, you have to walk it. And I interpret that as, okay, here's what Buddha did. Buddha did all of these things, here's his path, here's, you know, he's laid it out ahead of me, and I've got to walk this path. You know, I can, I can hold on to the, this little bit of the vegetarian thing and continue on down the path and see that, you know what, all of this other stuff is solid. I dig it. You know, I I I love the idea of of you know not not focusing on permanent things. Not, not, not trying to make the impermanent permanent. Not, not trying to stay forty years old or stay thirty years old or stay twenty years old, but, but to just be and and experience forty and experience forty one and experience forty two, experience forty three. Not trying to hold on to anything, just just trying to experience it. And as I experience these things, see that you know other people might need some help along their path. And that's kind of kind of why I'm doing this. It, it's a, a a couple of different layers. One one for me to be able to track my progress. I started out, you know, I started out with the one show being a prepper with minimalist tendencies, and then I became a minimalist with minimalist tendencies, and then I just became a minimalist, and then, you know, I started my spiritual trip, and it didn't really fit in with the, with the outline of my show, so I, you know, I felt like I needed to move on to the next thing, and, you know, eventually... A couple of years later, here I am. You know, I've, I've done a bunch of different shows. I've created a bunch of different content. It, it isn't an impossibility that you've heard my voice and that noise in the background before. And I, I think what part of my problem was that from... from you know, my little seat here in the in this van, driving around, doing my deliveries, I thought that I could fix the world. That one guy could fix the problem of almost eight billion people. And it's, it is impossible. For me, one person to fix everybody's problems within my lifetime, you know, I, I can't do that. 
and it, it was kind of like a, an overwhelming defeat that I had accepted and, and it was it was sad I was sad I was experiencing suffering because I couldn't save the world I was like you know what all of these people that I've been looking at for inspiration they they weren't trying to save the world they were you know not, not to sound too terribly selfish about it but they were trying to save themselves that instead of looking at looking at it as here I am I am this thing. And if you follow me, you know, the world, the world will turn itself around. You know, we won't have bad people. We'll only have good people. And everything will be, will be bright, shiny unicorns and rainbows and all, all this wonderful stuff. See, it turns out, so far as I understand, that if there are 8 billion people that live on this planet, then there are 8 billion different individual experiences going on on this planet. And that each person, you know, no matter how similar you may be to me, as far as our story, our upbringing, our parents, you know, even, even my brothers and my sister, you know, the, 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 and, and even more so insanely me and my sister because you know I'm the, I'm the eldest child and she's like not quite four years younger than me and you know all of our lives all all of our childhood up until the up until I'm 18 we had the same mom the same dad the same upbringing we had the same little brother everything pretty much about our lives was the same but over the last few years our lives have been so completely opposite And, you know, it, it, it is, uh, it's strange to look back on and be like, hey, you know, I mean, this is, you know, the, the, the Facebook fights that we had because she was extremely left-leaning and I was extremely right-leaning and the, and the capital letters and the, 
and the raised volumes of speech and anger and negativity and you know it, it was and over what to to do our very best to prove that our world view was better than the other person's world view and that if you just follow me and do as I say then everything will turn out just so fine when you can't when you can't do that you can't have one vision and say this is it this is how things must be so says I the creator of this mindset Maybe, maybe it's a midlife crisis. I, I don't know what it is that I'm going through, but you know, I want to track my progress. I want to, I want to be able to look back and say, ah, yeah, yeah, I forgot I said that. That's cool. All right, well, let, let's talk about that for a little bit. Got to be able to, to just sit here and 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 talk, throw out some ideas. Have somebody listen to them. Have somebody respond. Be able to hop on the on the Facebook page and say, "Hey, man, you know, you said this thing, and I get I get what you were trying to say, but is that really what you were trying to say, or is or is this what you're trying to say?" And and, and bouncing ideas off of each other's heads back and forth, and and you know. And then from there, continue to improve my slash our worldview. That makes sense. Instead of uh, how to say it. Instead of. Instead of just putting it out there, you know, and 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 saying, you know, this is this is my interpretation of, and this is how it shall be. So says I. I want to I want to put I want to put this out there and have a, a community of other people that that say, hey, you know, I never heard that. I had never heard it talked about from that angle before. Or, you know, you, you, like, like with the Tao Te Ching. Okay, there are a thousand different translations of this book. And this book has 81 chapters to it. And translating it from you know, from 2,600 years ago, Chinese, to, to Greek, to Italian, to English, there's, there's little bits of stuff that gets lost along the way. And even, even a straight translation 
from from ancient Chinese to English today, there's a big chunk of stuff lost along the way. And I I don't I don't think that I don't think it is necessarily in the exact words that we find the wisdom. I think it's in in the pursuit of that we find the wisdom. You know what I mean? Like there you can you can read a translation from from the 70s that went, you know, through several different filters and finally wind up in English and say, oh, okay, well, here's one way that it got translated. Here's an interpretation of by this individual. You know, how, how is his interpretation any less valid than my interpretation. I'm just, I'm just a guy on the road driving around staring at the, at the fluffy clouds. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think the, the wisdom and the and the lessons to be learned are, are hidden behind some degree, some college, some perfect interpretation, some credential. That the wisdom and the lessons to be learned are, are, are in, are in the pursuit of, and to be able to, to be able to learn those lessons and, you know, bring them, bring them home, bring them to heart. That makes sense. that level of home for me that that you know rings rings true for that idea of my little square okay it it, it kind of plays off of the idea of of the the spheres of influence you know and the and the first little sphere is you the next little sphere is your your immediate family, the people that live in your house, right? But, how do I say it? The, the, the highest degree of influence that you have on, on anything is yourself. And if you want to save the world, you got to do it one little bit at a time. And, and for me, my little bit is my little square. We bought a house in February. I've spent the last couple of months doing stuff around the house. Me, you know, me and the wife, we, you know, we, we 
the house had had carpet in the kitchen and the bathroom makes for a, an, an interesting head scratch a carpet in the bathroom and the family that lived there before us for like the last 70 years raised four boys and the carpet in the bathroom was still original like huh how how did <laughs> I got my my boys my boys don't know where the toilet is okay how did you guys manage for 70 years have the original carpet is beyond me I don't know what I'm doing okay I'm not a Buddhist I'm not a Taoist I'm not a permaculturist okay there are there are very few things that I do well. There are very few things in this world that I do so well that I can say that I know what I'm doing. I get to the point that I start talking about you know, the, the four noble truths or, or chapter 12 of the Tao Te Ching or, or the Eightfold Path or uh, five precepts stuff like that I, I don't I don't know I'm not an expert at these things this is something I've been toying around with for the past couple of years and just you know I, I mean if nothing else I've spent the last couple of years trying to figure out how to piece all of these things together to 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 figure out a way how to use these things to express me and I didn't I didn't realize that it was just me and only me that I was trying to express at this level I thought that I was trying to do these things so that I could show how I show how others could and or should be expressed. Like if we live this way, trying to trying to force people into an extreme minimalist situation. Get rid of all of your stuff. Sell it all. Okay. I'm not I'm not trying to suggest that everybody do that, but I am. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe more maybe the idea is more of me trying to encourage the people that are looking at that that type of a mindset. To, to go 
you know, to, to move ahead a little stronger. You know, it's like, well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking at this thing like, yeah, you know, and, and for me, whenever it was minimalism, I, I followed that road as far as I could in my head and eventually got to this place where, you know, it looked like I was a Buddhist monk. It looked like I had gone on this, this Buddhist monastic level trip. That I was a, that I was a forest monk. I was a jungle Buddhist, out there, you know, just completely vibing with the trees and the plants and the animals, and you know, being a, being a part of nature, not apart from nature. You know, and and for me, you know, you can call it Buddhism if you want. You can call it Taoism if you want. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but for me, the the the, the more important thing of all of this is is the nature aspect of it all. I love being out in nature. I love going for walks out in the woods and state parks and established trails and wilderness areas and conservation areas and. You know, stripping down to my trunks and just jumping in the water and go, Woo! Man, that's cold water. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the Four Noble Truths because they have a, a supreme impact upon my life and how I react to the world around me now. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the Tao Te Ching because... It's brought peace to my life. It is. It has been a, a a supporter of my minimalist ways. It has reinforced the, the the minimalist mindset. Yeah, I'm I'm going to dig in deeper as far as being a minimalist goes because it it most definitely supports this this nature person idea that I've got in my head. Does that make sense? And because I'm because I'm out in nature I'm going to have I'm going to have some conversations as far as you know going out going out on a long hike a backpacking trip for you know more than just one overnight 2 3 4 5 days 6 7 days a week a month I really, really think that it's it's not necessarily a, this downward spiral, but there being some some sort of a funnel thing going on that you know eventually swirls me down to the bottom of this thing and 
and and on the other side is this this lifestyle that is more in tune with nature that is more a part of nature not apart from nature I, I, I really I really dig the the sound of that a part of nature not a part from nature it's like looking at this you know the this history book but looking at it from from the other side of history and being a future book and I've gotten to this place in my head where I feel I feel more more in touch with my primitive roots and and not having all of this stuff and and somebody from the future shows up in their little time machine and, and sets this book in front of me and shows me oh you know if if you were somebody from ten thousand years ago and you were handed a current history book it wouldn't be a history book it'd be a window into the future like these are the things that are to come not not prophecy but actual here it is we've gone from this place of you know, of doing things this way and and doing things a completely different way. And yeah, you know, there, there's there's several different ways of interpreting it, just like the you know, just like you know, the words of Buddha, the words of Lao Tzu, the Lao of you know the the, the words of whoever they're they're up for interpretation that's why there's so many different sects within the bible religions that's why there's so many different sects in the in in buddhism there's so many different interpretations of and and this this show being you know, my my best attempt at trying to figure out how to express my interpretation. You know, to be able to hand something down to the kids, to be able to hand something down to the grandkids, the great grandkids. That you know, weird Uncle Rich. You know, lived in lived in Southwest Missouri for the last. 40 or 50 years and lived in the same house and you know he's got a he's got a pretty cool little garden going on his library is filled with some of the weirdest books from ancient maps to to condemning political figures and different religions and oh man just the a, you know, a, a treasure trove of knowledge and wisdom, and yet he's amassed no riches. He has no money. He has no, you know, he has no tangible wealth that that 
that the, the modern world would understand. That, it, that, that for me, and through minimalism, through my spiritual trip, and coming to this place in my head where I realize it's not, it's not the stuff that, that makes the memories, it's the people that make the memories. And, the, and those, those people having, having a deep and profound relationship with these people. So much so that you use words like family and love and respect when you when you talk about these friends, whenever you talk about these relationships. I want I want a life full of riches like that. So. I'm done. Done with the introduction here. My five-minute introduction turned into 41 minutes. I'm sorry. Also, I'm not sorry. Um, (laughs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) Um, Expect expect every show to be something like this. Right? The noise in the background, me bouncing around from corner to corner, idea to idea, hey, I want to think of my show as a conversation starter, a show full of conversation starters. There we go. Something I said rings in your ear and says, ooh, you know what? I want to talk about that some more. Go ahead and get me on uh, on Facebook. Get me on uh, one of the social media places. Let me know what you think, yeah? have ourselves some conversation and talk about this, that, and the other, and let's see how it goes, you know? I think, I think ultimately, you know, big long-term goal, me being able to live off of my little square. Hey, uh, uh, a shorter term long term goal that I, I think that if I could accomplish this goal and it's kind of a long term goal but that if if I can accomplish this goal and and scale it a bit over another long term will be a, a tremendous victory for me 
I want to be able to uh, remove myself from the grocery bill. I have my backyard, not just my backyard, my little square, right? My little yard, my little house, my little square to provide 100% of my caloric intake so that I can remove myself from the grocery bill. And then from there, scale up. Once I show that I can do it, I, I feel like it would be a, a tremendous victory for, not just for myself, but to show others, like, look, it is possible. Instead of growing, you know, all of this stuff that we can't grow or that we can't eat in our yard and spraying all of these cancer-causing chemicals, all over that stuff that we can't eat so that we can kill the stuff that we can eat. And instead, we should definitely be spending our time and our energy and our resources focusing on growing food, growing stuff that we can eat. Look at, look at your grocery bill right now, okay? Husband, wife, handful of kids, Okay. Imagine, imagine taking yourself out of that grocery bill and then scaling to the level of removing the grocery bill. Yeah, I've even thought this out to the level of, okay, you know how I used to have a problem with this idea of being a vegetarian and and only eating vegetables, no more meat. All right, well, let's stick this one out for a second. If, if I do go vegetarian, raw, whole food diet, all right, look at your kitchen. What part of your kitchen do you really need anymore? If you're eating raw, whole fruits and vegetables, you don't need an oven anymore. You don't need, you don't need a stove anymore. You don't need a refrigerator or a microwave, pots and pans. You start looking at your kitchen as, you know what? Why, why is this here? So instead of a kitchen, you knock, you know, you knock the roof off of off of the kitchen, and you replace it with glass. Now all of a sudden you've got an indoor greenhouse inside your house, but in the winter time it's a source of heat and a source of food. Right? So what do you think? spend the rest of the afternoon setting up a Facebook page and uh, you can hop on over there and say hi by the time you're reading, uh, reading this by the time you're hearing this 
you should be able to go to the Facebook page and, and say hi, how's it going, da 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 da. And continue the conversation. I've started it by saying all these weird words. Now it's your turn. Head on over to the Facebook page. Head on over to the YouTube channel. Consume the content over there. Let me know what you think about the show, man. Yeah? On the on the YouTube channel, the, the intro video, I started talking about Dow Dave Me. Right? And uh, listen, listen to the whole video. Watch the whole video, and I'll explain why I screwed up, or how I screwed up, or what I screwed up. There we go. What I screwed up. And uh, maybe a little... A little bit of the behind the scenes stuff that goes on, I guess. Alright, anyway, I'm rambling now. I gotta go. Like, follow, subscribe, share with a friend, interact with me, let me know what you think about the show, and I will talk to you later, man. Goodbye.